What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. It's the Beckler and Shauna podcast. Your daily download of X929's X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna. Brought to you by Shane Holmes. Offering affordable customization on your new home. It's Tuesday, September 19th, 2023. I'm Beckler. I'm Chanel. Welcome to the Beckler and Shauna Pisscast, episode 1501. I realized we didn't acknowledge our 1500th yesterday. How stupid. <laughs> we are just the worst at like self-promotion, aren't just we? Just awful. Like a milestone like that goes by, we just kind of mentioned it gone. twice Bye. last week. And yeah. Didn't mention it on the day, and then now we are here. Didn't even, so. here we are. Yeah. Like, we're a bunch of meatballs. Stupid. Like, some shows are so good at just, like, getting themselves out there and, like, mm-hmm. posting relevant clips that drive traffic to their show and stuff. And we're just kind of like, uh, here it is. What? <laughs> I just... Yeah, self-promotion, I, I... Like, it just seems... I don't know. I'm just not good at it. I'm, I'm just, not very good at it. Uh, yeah, and I always just, like, I don't... Uh, promote it. Like, look at me, you know, promoting yourself in that way. It's it's hard, even though I know it's part of the job. We're bad at it. We're bad at it. Talk more about meh. Meh. <laughs> Let's talk about meh. Yeah, some people are really good at selling themselves, and yeah. uh, we are not. Mm-mm. We're not, so... No. That's why if you share this podcast with a friend or something, it's we, we really appreciate it, because... Yes. We're not good enough to do it on our own. Yeah, yes. Thank you. (laughs) Also, if you listen via Apple Podcasts, and I think our latest metrics show that most of our audience is listening on Spotify. Yeah. But if you do listen on Apple Podcasts and you felt like leaving us a review, we used to get these reviews all the time. And we we read them all on the air regardless of what you say. Yeah. Yeah, negative, positive, give it to us, you know? And it, we can handle it. It also helps uh, drive people to us. Like for a while, our podcast showed up on the charts there when people were reviewing it. Yeah, which is cool. Um, Super cool. So if you wanted to do that, we'll we'll read your review on the podcast, and we would appreciate it. Please uh, help us. We're bad at this ourselves. <laughs> on today's show, a piece of fitness inspiration. If you need a little kick in the ass with your workouts these days, um, we're going to talk about our almost names, the things we were almost named, and share a few cool stories that uh, you sent us. Mm-hmm. A conspiracy involving the prime minister and this uh, Indian Canadian dude who was killed in Surrey over the summer. We're now thinking maybe that it was India who killed him here. A friend of ours is going on a date with a celebrity. This dude is flying to Calgary to go on a date with her. We're going to talk about the position that she is in. First, your out of context clip of the show. DD Mega Doo Doo. The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. I'm looking for a new book to read right now, Beckler, and I came across this book called The Wager, A Tale of Shipwreck, Mutiny, and Murder. And in one of the reviews, it says, 
Nautical nonfiction is seen as a classic dad genre, but not in this case. <laughs> and I laughed. I was like, huh. So nautical nonfiction is a big dad genre, is it? Do you want to hear something funny, Shauna? Please. Um, so I've been on the wait list for that audiobook from the Calgary Public Library since July. Hilarious. Uh, and I should get it sometime around December. <laughs> <laughs> Half a year. There's, there's. I started 155th in line, and I'm now 92nd in line for it. So there's 92 dads still ahead of me waiting to read this book. A lot of dads are waiting to read. This. <laughs> was, Isn't that funny? I was like, every, every this, once in a while, I'll go on my Instagram oh my and, God, and ask funny. like what, for book recommendations. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think a friend of the show recommended this one. Probably a dad. I was going to say, was it your dad. Costco dads group? Everybody's like, oh, this one. Have you read this one? Well, that's a dad badge, 100. percent I read that and was like. Like, okay, well, apparently nautical nonfiction is a dad badge that you are. Oh, man, and I've read some good books about Have boats, you? let me tell you. True ship crime, true, okay? True ship true stories. Ships. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, we're not talking true crime, but true ship stories. Yeah. That's what all the dads are into. <laughs> oh, that's funny. So I should yeah. probably buy that book for my dad then, too. Oh, I imagine, yeah. Yeah, You'd yeah. probably love it. I was thinking about the other dad genres. Like, my dad is a big John Grisham fan. If you had asked me who is the king of, of dad dad literature, I would John have said Grisham. John Grisham for Which sure. Is, so Sam, who's a young guy, he's our media guy, and he walked in the other day with a John Grisham book, and I started laughing. I was like, are you a dad? Like, is your girlfriend pregnant? Better check because to make John, sure she's not pregnant. John Grisham is a dad genre for sure. What are you doing with John? He's like, I'm a big John Grisham fan. Really? I'm like, you and all the dads, man. That's I've read quite a bit of John Grisham too, but I think oh, I read it before I had kids. Mm. Maybe just like your destiny to be a dad right so John Grisham leaps off the shelf at you you're like this looks interesting that twinkle in your eye right when you're thinking about kids you don't even know you are but it's subconscious and then John Grisham just calls to you John Grisham (laughs) hey over here and true ship stories Uh, where's the where's the true ship section I'm a dad now could you imagine if John Grisham wrote some nautical nonfiction? oh my god every dad every dad in the world would have it it'd be a that wait list, you'd be waiting on it for 62 years. <laughs> the Beckler and Shauna Podcast. Want to hear one of the worst boofs I've ever heard? Yes. This was sent to us by a friend of the show, Mitch, yesterday. Uh-huh. It's a fairly famous clip on the internet. I had never seen it before myself. Um, a boof, for those who are new to the show, is basically when you, especially it's when you stumble speaking, when you kind of start flailing, doing yes. anything, and it just like compounds, and it just, you know, it gets worse and worse. You get all hot and sweaty. You're boofing. Yep. Yeah, especially yeah, public speaking yeah. where you just you can't you can't get out of it. You just start digging that hole, getting deeper, <laughs> deeper into it. You're like, oh god. So this news anchor is reading a story about a police officer who was killed by an impaired driver. Oh, so it's also just like the worst situation you'd ever want to boof in as a broadcaster because yep. you're dealing with some pretty heavy subject material. Totally. Yeah. And the woman, the, the police officer who was killed, her name was uh, Deidre Mengado. Okay. And the news anchor has a little bit of trouble with that name. Hundreds gathered today to say their final goodbyes to this fallen Louisville police officer, D.D. Megadoodoo. <laughs> oh, no. I don't know. D.D. Co- Megadoodoo? Deidre Mengado was the woman's name. D.D. Megadoodoo. Oh, no. Her name Mega Doodoo. The name is not his name is not DD Mega Doodoo. No. no. Oh no, that's, that's a, a bad that one. That is a really, really bad one. After that come you can't put oh, that back in your mouth. You can't. No. no. You can't take that one back. Why would you go to Mega Doodoo? D Mega Doodoo. Doodoo. 
Gaga. Oh, man. Oh, like, no. I mean, we've made these mistakes, Absolutely. too, before. Where, like, you don't... You realize that you're reading something about with a name that you don't know how to pronounce, and then you, you see we, it coming up, and you're like, uh-oh. We sympathize with <laughs> these boofs, because we've been there, but I yeah, mean, that one's... Especially when you're talking about a police officer who was killed. Like, just the worst place to ever boof. DG Mega Doo Doo. And then it comes out as Mega Doo Doo. Oh. oh, my God. To this fallen Louisville police officer, DD Mega Doo Doo. You can hear that she knows she's in trouble as it's coming oh, up. Oh, I was going to say, like, you just can you want DD Mega Doo Doo. I'm going to go die now. She's, re- she's reading ahead. Today, to say their final then, goodbyes yep. to this fallen oh. Louisville police right there. Right there, she knows she's in trouble. And here it comes. DD Mega Doo Doo. But said, so, yeah, at this point, oh no. Why do do make it do do? No, I'm gonna take my papers <laughs> off this desk here and leave now. The podcast. This is a bit juicy. Uh, so a friend of mine got a direct message from a fairly famous actor a few weeks ago. Ooh. So he's actually a main character in one of my favorite Netflix shows. I'm not gonna specify which show because this isn't my story to tell. But um, it's funny. I wouldn't say he's. He's a heartthrob. Okay. But he's still, he's very famous. Um, but I guess he saw one of her TikToks. He liked her and he reached out. So this guy is now flying into Calgary to meet her. So he's got this hotel in town for the weekend so that he can finally meet her in person. And here's the thing. She's interested in him, but it's very early on in their relationship. Like they've only been talking for a few weeks and they've been chatting on the phone quite a bit, but that's mm-hmm. it. Then I got thinking about this and I was like, this kind of puts her in a bit of an awkward situation, doesn't it? Because what if they meet and she doesn't necessarily hit it off with him? Like, is there not some sort of pressure because he now has this hotel booked for the weekend that, you know, she'd hook up with him? Or like... <laughs> I don't think so. No? No, I don't think so. I was just thinking about it's that. It's the first time they're ever meeting in person. Yeah. Unless they've like discussed it beforehand. Right. Unless they've unless she's like put pressure on herself, you know? I just feel like... like dirty talk or something, but... Yeah. I was like, if I was in that situation, I think I'd feel some sort of awkward pressure because he does. He has like this hotel room for the weekend and you'd be like, oh man. Yeah. But okay, I, I guess where else not. he's going to stay? He's not going to stay with her if That's it's the first it. time they've ever met. And so. to be fair, I mean, he probably you've got to understand. Like, yeah, you're flying in. You guys haven't met each other before, so you're still very early on. You can't mm-hmm. expect much. But it's a bit weird. Like, I was just thinking, I was like, oh, I feel like I'd struggle with that a little bit. Yeah, I don't think there would be any pressure. Okay. I think if it goes well, you can do whatever you want. She could go to his house. She could go to the, she could go to the hotel or whatever. The other way around, sorry. He could go to her house. Yes. She could go to the hotel. Totally, yeah. Um. But if not, then I don't know. I think I'd be more like, I'd feel more pressure about like, what do I do with this guy for the rest of the weekend? Yeah. If he's here and we don't really get along in person, right? Well, that's just it too. <laughs> but again, I guess you'd have to go and assume like, this is like a first meeting. So yeah. it's like going on your first date. If it doesn't work out, then you're going to have to part ways and that's that. And if they've been chatting for a while and it's at the point where he's coming to visit, then they must have a connection, right? Yes. So it's probably not going to be super awkward no matter what. Nope. But nope. I, no, I don't think she should feel any okay any pressure to yeah, do anything. Yeah, I was just putting myself no. in her shoes, and I was just like, yeah, I just, I hope she doesn't feel that. Because, yeah, you kind of would a little bit. But once again, yeah, he is the one who's decided to fly yeah. out here. So And hopefully he's a gentleman about it, right? Like you said, if he's a famous actor, yeah, he could probably find someone in his hometown if that's what he's after, right? Yeah. But if he is actually interested in potentially a relationship with her, then... 
You know? I thought you were going to say, or find somebody else here, which also he could. I, that too. You know, if it doesn't work out, he can just hop on Tinder here and go find someone else. Yeah, if you're that famous. Yeah. Probably isn't difficult. Hey, it's me. <laughs> Let's go on a date. Let's rinse. Huh? The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. There it is. Yes. Conspiracy Corner. That makes more platform sense. Platform for outlandish conspiracy theories. This one's pretty outlandish. We'll see what you think. Okay. It involves the murder of that uh, Indian separatist, Hardeep Singh Najjar. Yes. So he was killed back in June. He was gunned down by two guys uh, in Surrey, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, and then yesterday, the prime minister said that they're, they're investigating credible allegations that he was killed by India on Canadian soil, right. which is a pretty big deal. Yep. You know, if we have people being killed by foreign countries by our trading partners in Canada. Yep. That's a pretty serious thing. That's terrifying. So anyway, um, last week you'll remember the Prime Minister was in India for the G20 summit in New Delhi. Yep. And then he had problems with his plane when he had to leave. So I was reading a bit about this last night and I got deep into some comment sections and this is where this conspiracy theory came from. As it does. Yes. The deeper you go into the comments, the more conspiracies that pop out. You got to go deep. You're not going to find the stuff in the headlines. You got to go deep. You got to go deep. So the prime minister said he had brought this murder up to um, Indian Prime Minister Modi when he was there, uh, which I'm sure... Modi would not have liked, and India released a statement saying, you know, this this is absurd that we would be involved in this killing. Yep. Since then, Canada has expelled an Indian diplomat. India has expelled a Canadian diplomat. This is what happens, right, on the, mm-hmm. the global stage. As it does, um, yeah. But there were some people in this comment section who were saying, do you think the Prime Minister's plane really had a mechanical issue when it was time for him to leave? Or was something else going on? Do you think they were just being extra cautious because you'll remember the prime minister the prime minister's plane wasn't working they had to send another one to come and get him mm-hmm. and in the meantime india offered one of their planes to fly him out right so they were just nervous that maybe there was something going on with the planes so they're like no, let's, go, let's bring another one just maybe in case. not necessarily that they found anything on the plane no, but they're just, just like okay we're going to give this plane a complete inspection There's before we put the prime minister on and fly him out of here with it yep oh you you're offering one of your planes? No, thank you. We're going to wait until our plane arrives. Yeah. It's a pretty outlandish conspiracy it's theory, isn't it? pretty outlandish, but I mean, better to be safe than sorry, I suppose. And in some countries, this yeah. kind of thing does, does happen. happen. I'm not saying India is nope. one of them. No, nope, but... But in some countries, we've seen this sort of thing happen before. Ooh, that's spicy. It is spicy. On the that plausibility scale, Shauna, how yeah. many uh, oligarchs falling out of windows at a 10 do you give this one? I'm going to give it 14 and a half oligarchs falling out of windows at a 10. Half of an oligarch? Yep. Just part of him fell out of the window? That one, yeah. Things got crazy. <laughs> Things got really crazy. Things got real crazy. The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. I got chatting with some friends on the weekend about what our almost names were. Your almost names. In other words, the names you were almost named when you were born that your parents also considered. Do you remember, do you know of any of the names your parents thought of, like, before they came down to what you are? And yeah. Um, so there's kind of an odd story. So I'm Andrew Beckler. My grandpa was Andrew Beckler too. Right. So I'm, I was named after my grandpa. Easy um, enough. But I know my parents, they considered both Derek and Brett. Oh, interesting. But there are already a Derek and Brett Beckler living on our street, not related to us. Oh. Which is very odd, isn't it? That's really strange. So like, well, that's going to be real confusing if we pick one of those. Yeah. Uh, I know that if I was going to be a girl, uh, my name was going to be Kristen. So I would have been one of the... 
million Kristens and variations of that name. Yep, yep, totally. Interesting. Yeah, how about you? Uh, so for me, it was Chelsea was one of the options. Okay. My aunt apparently talked my mom out of that one, though, because she said everybody would call me Chelsea Buns. So um, why? I don't know why that's a negative thing, but that worked for my parents to not call me that. <laughs> I know a lot of Chelsea's. Never called any of them Chelsea Buns. Nope, nope. So that was a stupid... <laughs> anyway, the next one was Bethany. Okay. But then my aunt told my mother that Bethany means house of poverty. So my mom said, okay, no Bethany then. Now, is that true? I don't know. Maybe. Who's this aunt? I, this is... <laughs> I wouldn't share any of my name ideas with this aunt. Nope, nope. <laughs> and then the spelling of my name is S-E-A-N-N-A, but it wasn't that way when I was born because my aunt talked my mom out of spelling it the authentic Irish way, saying that everybody would call me Sienna. Now that one, it's fair. No, two, one out of three for your aunt. She, yeah. she was right about that so one. So this is very true. Uh, but if I was a boy, I was going to be Sean. Okay, with the Irish spelling. They were 100% convinced that I was a boy, so they actually didn't even have those names. They had to scramble for the other ones <laughs> after they realized I was a lady, but that was uh, those were my almost names, yeah. Your almost names. Mm-hmm. Uh, a friend of mine, it's funny, because she was almost Michalina, and everybody was like, oh, that's... Isn't that a, like a frozen dinner? Yes. <laughs> so we were like, well, you dodged a bullet there, didn't you? Because yeah. the jokes that would be a frozen... Frozen dinner, frozen you dinner just jokes. don't want that. And I guess when, when at that time, the Michelina frozen dinners weren't quite as big, so they and just like the name. You can't anticipate, right? Nope. It's always a roll of the dice when you pick a name. It's true. You never know what's going to come of it. But you don't yeah. know if you're going to share a name with a famous person or a silly serial, serial killer, killer or a frozen yeah. dinner. I know. Yeah. I think we're fairly safe. We don't share our names with anyone who did anything horribly bad. Not that I know of. Which is good. My youngest, my younger brother, they were going to name Bo. My parents, oh. and then they kind of chickened out and went with like a more common name. Yeah. So then we took it. That's amazing. We have Bo Beckler as a kid. So. I didn't know. I don't think that your parents thought of Bo as well. Yeah, not for me. It was for one of my younger brothers. I forget which one. Yeah. But then they decided against it, and we're like, "Oh, we kind of like that. Is it still available?" So we went with it. That's good. Yeah. That's a good story. Yeah, my friend. Uh, what another one almost was Nigel. And they they decided to stick out a M- Nigel. We're like, that's another good one. Yeah. Yeah. So what did he end up being? Stephen. Those are two very different names. Very different. Yeah. Uh, how British are his parents? Very British. I don't know if there's ever been someone named Nigel who wasn't super super British. Oh yeah, they are they're as British as they come. He wouldn't be here if he was Nigel. He'd be across the pond. <laughs> the Beckler and Shauna podcast. This is pretty funny. We got a message from a first time texter here actually named Chelsea. She said her name is Chelsea and she was named after. The Chelsea Bun. The dessert, the Chelsea Bun. Which is so funny. That's Named awesome. after dessert. <laughs> also, that's the thing I don't understand. Is like, I was like, what's wrong with being called Chelsea Buns? I don't get it. Anyway. It's not like it's a horrible insult or anything. No, it's not. Like, you understand, here's a message from front of the show, Caitlin Kane, who said her parents wanted to name her Lana, but then they realized that there's a uh, anti-chafing cream called Lana Kane. And, that's and didn't want their daughter to be named after this. So that's understandable. Yes. Yes. That's more more understandable than Chelsea Buns, uh-huh. right? You, you don't want to be called Lana Kane, but yeah, yeah. I told Lana Ka- Caitlin Kane that there was a a girl in my neighborhood growing up whose name was Lana Dean, and it didn't take long for kids to figure out that if you said her name backwards, you would get a very different sounding That's phrase. just a really bad coincidence. You yeah. Know what I mean? Like, and I wonder oh. like, what her parents realized if they were saying, oh no. Oh no. What have we done? Yeah. 
Uh, and we got this really cool message from uh, our friend Jackman, who he talks to us all the time, messages us all the time. But he said, I'm named after my grandpa, and he chose the name Jackman when he immigrated here from China. I was almost Christopher because my mom is Christine. Christopher ended up being my middle name, and I'm glad I didn't end up just being another Chris. Jackman is an awesome name, though. It's uh, Jackman Jangs is his full Jackman name. Jackman Jangs. Like, you got to be the only one in the world. Yeah. That is such a cool name. Totally. And uh, you were like, yeah, it is just something his grandfather came up with. And then he said, I've been told by my dad and by my uncle two different stories as to how they chose the name. One is he saw it on a product label back in the 50s, and the other is he went with Jack but didn't like it and decided to add the man because he saw the last name Jackman. Jackman's a pretty cool first That's name. That's a great first name. Yes, yeah. it is. Friend of the so show awesome. Damon said he was supposed to be Damien, but the omen was big at the time, and uh, they didn't want that connection between that fair. creepy-ass kid from the omen, so yep. they went with Damon instead. Uh-huh. Probably, I mean... I probably do think of that kid when I think of the, the name Damien. 100%. And then, of course, there's a friend, Sean, who is a girl, and said, Sean isn't my almost my boy almost name. My boy name is going to be Scott. They went with Sean. So, so they're like, oh, if it's a boy, we'll go with Scott. If it's a girl, we'll go with Sean. That's funny. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, Shane Holmes, I believe, is named after the founder, yeah. Cal Wenzel's son, Shane. Mm-hmm. It's pretty cool. Yes, while well, we're talking names. I wonder what his almost name was. Bert. Bert. I don't know. That's a good one. (laughs) Hey, Bert. Shane Holmes is the sponsor of this Pisscast. If you're looking to build, consider Shane Holmes and learn more about their products and their unique approach to building at ShaneHolmes.com. Shane Holmes, the better way to build. The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. I was hanging out with a friend on the weekend, and he was telling me this hilarious story about a time that he was in the hospital. Typically, funny stories don't start like that. Yeah, nope. But he had, like, severe abdominal pain and they were getting re- they were prepping him for surgery to take his appendix out oh jeez and while he was sitting in his hospital bed in his gown like all ivied up like waiting to go in for surgery they're just getting ready to to wheel him in yeah and he just let out the longest fart ever and it turns out it wasn't anything serious it was a condition that they call trapped gas <laughs> Okay, this is not the first story we've discussed about trapped gas. No, it's not. I've, I've actually heard of this from a few different people. Yes, it happens where you think that something really bad is going on and it's just that you've got some... You just got to let it out. You got some farts going on That's that right. you, you need to release, okay? Like we had one friend who was, went to the hospital. They initially thought he had stomach cancer and he was devastated, as you can imagine. Yeah. And then they did some more tests. They're like, no, we're thinking it's just Crohn's or colitis. Maybe it's not stomach cancer. Yeah. He's like, well, that's a little better, but still not a great diagnosis. Mm-hmm. And then eventually they're like, no, your pooper is just plugged. No, you just <laughs> need to fart. Just let one out. Uh, it's just... I had, a, I had another friend who <laughs> thought he broke his back snowboarding. He landed funny on a rail and thought he broke his back. Mm-hmm. They took him into the hospital, like on a stability, like one of those backboards and everything. Uh-huh. Uh, and it turns out it was just a fart bubble trap near his spine. Just a problem with your smuggler's farts. hatch. That's all. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. Uh, it seems like you have spine farts. <sighs> well, it's hilarious because we've talked before about how my boyfriend has the most scarring story about how they had to... Oh, right. They wouldn't let him leave the hospital until he let out gas because he... Well, I They were doing some tests and they had to like pump him full of air, didn't yes, they? Yes, <laughs> and this is standard, but you basically have to... Then let all that air out and they will not let you leave the hospital probably for these reasons yeah. until you release all that. So you basically get ex- escorted to some room, the fart room. <laughs> the fart room. And you're basically like, you're 
you're on your hands and knees trying to rock back and forth and just release all of this air out of your North Star and everybody is there. And the poor nurses have to monitor this and my boyfriend, one of those guys who just like, this is, no, he can't. Mortifying. He can't poop in public. Like, he, this is just, it was the one of the most scarring in my mind, there's in like life. there's quite a few patients in this and room. They're all, all doing the, all same, do the thing. same thing. And yep. if I were a, a nurse, I would volunteer to work in that room because it'd be the funniest room in the world to work in. I just picture the nurse like yeah, doing laps back and forth. Like okay, uh, very good. Mm, oh yes, that's yes, a good nice work. Ooh, that was a good, good push. Ooh, nice. Ooh, I, a little bit harder. I picture this friend of mine like <laughs> they're wheeling they're wheeling his bed into the OR and they're just and about just, to open the doors and he just yeah. <laughs> But they just slowly stop. All the doctors look they at each other. And, well, it's lunchtime now. Push him back. Yeah, no it. need. No need. The Beckler and Shauna podcast. I was looking at blankets yesterday, and I came across this this Sherpa blanket by a company called Vibration Snobs. Oh no! So I read that, and I was like, "Well, oh no!" Of course, I have to investigate this, okay? Because that is a type of snob. So I went to their website, and I started reading the about tab, and oh my god, okay? Vibrations are so big right now. Vibrations are very, especially like to spend a bit of time in the vibrations of abundance. Mm-hmm. Yes, definitely. The abundance of vibrations are big. Yes, vibration, everything about it. Uh, the first thing it says is vibration snob. Someone who is unwaveringly committed to the process of self. You know what? Uh, everything on this entire about, I just sent it to you. Okay. We can just read this out, and this is our snobs bit. Let's do it. Okay. Where were you? I'm someone who is unwaveringly committed to the process of self-mastery, but not perfection in order to live and love unconditionally and to help raise the vibe worldwide. Yes. That's a hashtag. It says hashtag raise the vibe worldwide on the website. Well, I'm an energy connoisseur. I know how to align with the energy and emotion of love, understanding, and compassion. (laughs) Well, I consistently move toward beliefs, behaviors, thought patterns that align with the highest good for self. And for all... Well, I was greatly inspired by and hold a tremendous appreciation for the, for the profound teachings of Joe Dispenza, Bruce Lipton, oh Greg Braden, Dear. Louise Hay, oh my. Wayne Dwyer, <laughs> Marianne Williamson, Gabby Bernstein, Who are these Abraham Hicks, and many other metaphysical teachers. <laughs> oh! As a vibration snob, I'll find clothing and accessories that empower, uplift, and inspire you to choose love. Choose love. Holy. The Beckler and Shauna podcast. I want to share a bit of fitness inspiration with you, if I could, Shauna. Fitness inspo. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I don't think this qualifies as a bro quote. I I considered it up and down, and I don't think it does. But there's this fitness guy I follow on Instagram. He's a... I'll be the judge of that. Okay. Okay. He goes by the name uh, Hypertrophy Coach on, on Instagram, and he's like, he's a monster, but he coaches all these other monsters. He's like bodybuilders and Mr. Universe... Oh, wow. Competitors and stuff. Um, So he posted this video recently. He was training one of his monsters. This is like enormous dude. And he's on the hack squat machine and he has so much weight on it. And he's clearly like struggling through these these sets. And this guy's coaching him along. And he says something to him that I haven't been able to get out of my head since I saw this video. Oh, wow. He said, these are the reps you came for. And I was like, huh. 
Okay. I really like that. Yeah. Like when it really starts to hurt, that's why you're there, right? right. That's when you should push a little further. Mm-hmm. And this doesn't just go for weightlifting. This could go if you're, you know, if you do cardio, if, you know, you're it's not. It's the same thing. Yeah. Like if it's easy, then you're not working hard enough, that kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. It's like, these are the reps you came for. And he said, make these your nicest reps of the whole set. So that's when you really focus on your form. Right. And how hard you're going to push. Yeah. Because, I mean, the, the, the warm up is all easy, right? The first reps you do, those are easy. The first, you know, if you're on a bike ride or you're on a run or whatever, the first little bit of it, that's the easy part. That's yes. where you warm up. That's not why you came out. You came for the, you're there for the part where it really starts to hurt and you need to push through. And that's what makes you stronger. You got to dig deep. That's what you're there for. That's it. The deep digging. So I saw this video like weeks ago, and every time I've been exercising since then, when it starts to hurt, I just have that guy's like voice in the back of my head saying, these are the reps you came for. This is why you're out. This is why you're here. Yeah, that's good. Yes. Good motivational quote he's got there. The Beckler and Shauna podcast. I had the TV on yesterday, and in the background, this promo for a news program came on, and it had that really hardcore news voice, and it really grabbed my attention, you know? The news promo voice. The news promo voice. Important news. The stories you need to hear. Just have a quick listen here. Five crucial questions to expose the truth. Who's at risk? Your life is in danger. What needs to change when will justice be done oh yeah this can't be true where's the proof forensic evidence always tells the truth why did this happen one team uncovers the stories that need to be told oh yeah he's got w5 that was for w5 yeah a lot of those american news stations are like that where their promos are so intense it's like this is the most important thing that's ever happened seriously and he was it you will die and it caught my attention like the stories you need to i'm like whoa the stories I need to hear and then you watch and you're like whoa like it almost doesn't even sound like uh, like whoa watch he almost sounds like he's he's croaking <laughs> big news voice but then I got thinking and I was like well Beckler uh, maybe we need to do this for us as well right because it did it grabbed my attention can even we make we're considerably less important than we're... that important news program yeah can we use that voice even though we're we I'm sure we could okay Two radio duster. Four hours of nonsense. Stupid bits. Moderately informed opinions. 150 terms for butts. 300 terms for butts. The stories you don't need to hear. When nothing happens, trust Beckler and Shauna to keep your mind off the futile drudgery of day-to-day existence. The Beckler and Shauna podcast. Got a few more things you can't look cool doing. Perfect. Okay, a couple suggestions from front of the show. Kevin got this email yesterday. He said, you're standing in a big line and your chance to order finally comes so you place the order flawlessly then you go to pay by phone and either the po- the points app won't load on your phone or your banking information won't load nothing loads your phone's not working so you stand there for minutes for a few minutes trying frantically to either connect to wi-fi or hold your phone up to get a signal clerk is getting impatient the line is getting longer oh, and you're no. just saying sorry sorry yeah yeah that's a sweaty uncool moment isn't not it? a good moment yep no not at all I don't think that would happen to Lenny Kravitz, would it? It sure wouldn't. He would have someone who hustled in and paid for him, or he'd just pull out some cool change out of his pocket and pay with that, pay with too big of a bill and be like, it's all right, keep the change. L- Lenny wouldn't struggle to get his phone to work. I mean, I don't think. well, yeah. He'd hopefully have some other options knowing him, <laughs> knowing that he just can't look cool doing things for sure. Mm-hmm. Okay, here's another one from Kevin, okay. and I want to hear what you think of this. He said he saw this, saw this guy, cool guy. He said, great sleeve tattoos cool sunglasses just a cool guy but picture that guy driving a minivan tunes on arm out the window 
So I couldn't help but give a little laugh because it seemed like he was trying hard to look cool where he could possibly be driving his kids to soccer practice. Now, I think... I don't I th- know, man. I think you. I think that's cool. I do, too. Yeah. You. We've we've shared our feelings on the minivan, right? Yes. No, so, I think that if you own the minivan, that is extremely cool. Sounds like this guy was owning the hell out of it, Absolutely. too, right? Absolutely. Yep. I think that... No, no. I disagree with you, Kevin. He's driving Sorry. a very practical vehicle for his situation. Yep. Clearly a, a dad, a family man. Totally. But still a cool... A cool dad. Cool dad. Kind of like me. I'm a cool dad. I'm not a regular dad. I'm a cool dad. I don't know. It's up for debate. <laughs> uh, no, I, uh, I agree. That's That one can be cool I think yep so finally this one my my brother suggested he said when he's at the gym like their system at the gym is that you take a paper towel and then you spray the right, equipment yeah. down and then you wipe it with the paper towel throw the paper towel in the garbage totally he said all day he watches meatballs at the gym try to sink basketball shots with their balled up paper towel ah. and miss oh nope and if you miss you look terribly uncool you because you totally do you have to go pick it up then yep or you leave it, which is also uncool. It's a walk of shame back yes. to pick it up off the ground, which is even worse. If yeah. you miss the shot, either of your options to nope. either leave the paper towel on the floor, uncool, yeah. or to go pick it up and put it in the garbage, also uncool. You're in a situation. Totally. Yeah. You no, can't, you can't miss that shot. Cool doing that. Nope. Can't miss that. Lenny, mm-hmm. Lenny Kravitz has never missed a shot in his life. Anytime he's ever tried to sh- shoot something into the garbage and yell Kobe, he hits it. And if he doesn't, somebody just picks it up midair and floats it over into the garbage for him. It was That's an alley then, yeah. right? Right, exactly. <laughs> Lenny yeah. has never missed. You've been listening to the Beckler and Shauna podcast. Brought to you by Shane Holmes. Offering affordable customization on your new home. You want more? Then tune in to X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna live on Calgary's Alternative. X92.9. Monday through Friday, 6 to 10 a.m. Mountain Time at X92.9.ca. And don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and have Beckler and Shauna Downloaded daily to whatever device you use. Later. After Hours, a weekly podcast that brings X Afternoons with Mariah and Ty to another level of awesome. It allows you to listen on your own terms. Go behind the curtain and hear the stuff you won't hear on the radio. Like, f*** they're going to say f***. Find X After Hours wherever you get your podcasts or on the X app.